so what what should couples know about dealing with vendors if they're deciding to postpone or cancel their weddings right what um uh what 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 expectations should they prepare for yes um you should go into this thinking or possible or knowing i should say that it's a possibility that your vendors aren't available I want to welcome everybody to the Wedding Workshop Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Gina, Wedding Coach, and we've got a amazing guest on the show today, uh, Koya Tyson. I call her Koya. People that are close to her call her Koya, but if you don't know, I like that. It's Nikoya to you guys. Um, on the show, our main focus is helping couples plan a fun, entertaining, most importantly, stress-free wedding. I want to kind of give you guys uh koya's long list of accolades and you know she's 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 highly qualified to talk about weddings uh so she's the owner and ceo of all about you event management uh, she's been planning weddings and events for over 16 years her background is in uh, corporate event planning uh logistics she does conferences, meetings, trade shows. So what's amazing about that is, you know, Koya, you're not just like your, your, your traditional wedding planner. Like you actually do this for a living, right? Like this is, you know, this is your 23 thing. 23 out of 24 hours of the day. <laughs> <laughs> so you've managed events between 500 to 25,000 people. Uh, you, you specialize in weddings, corporate events, social events. Uh, in 2018, you started more, Morning for Mimosa. Um, did I say that right? Mornings for Mimosa. Mornings are for Mimosas. Yes, sir. Um, and, you know, that's a wedding workshop helping couples plan their weddings. Uh, you, you're helping couples on where to start, how to start, budgeting, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, you've been featured in the Planner Lounge. Uh, Sheen Magazine, am I saying that right? Yes, sir. Uh, Glamboyous Magazine, am I, am I saying that right? Glambitious. Glambitious Magazine. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, I, like, and I like that name too. I might, I might need to work something out oh, with yeah, that name. Go, you going to that up? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, uh, you know, Corey, the, the, the reason why I wanted you on the show is we're living in some crazy times right now you, you know i consider you you know one of the top planners in in the dc market you've got tons and tons of experience uh so i kind of wanted to pick your brain and kind of find out how how do couples maneuver in this time of of uncertainty so the main theme of the show is really you know how to plan your wedding you know during during COVID 19 during this pandemic so uh my, my my first question to you is what advice would you have for couples on how to choose a wedding date right so let's say your wedding was let's say you, you were supposed to get married in let's say may right or even June, right? How would you go about choosing a new date? Okay, that is a good question. Hi, everybody. As Jean said, my name is Nicoya Tyson, owner of All About You Event Management. 
and um, this is definitely an unprecedented time for all of us. It, it, it's a, a time where not only are you as wedding couples having to maneuver and deal through this situation, but you also have your vendors, your venues, your friends, your family, everyone is dealing with the entire situation at the same time. So it definitely is a, a different type of situation. For those of you who are getting married in, I'd say, May, June, I really have been advising people to start looking into later summer, early fall for your events. Um, of course, the best thing to do would be to reach out to your venue first, your venue. You want to make sure that the location that you're getting married actually has the availability that they're actually going to be open um during this time because a lot of venues are closing right now or they're taking some time off or their staff is not available because they have had to let them go or they've had to furlough their staff so the first thing i would suggest for you all to do is to reach out to your ven your venues to see what their availability is and and start thinking about 2021 i know that some of you may have been engaged for a long time and you're ready to get married and excited about getting married and this was the date that you were really hoping for but we have to realize that this is actually our new normal now and if that is a special date for you definitely look into 2021 a lot of the venues that i've been working with have not been charging any cancellation fees they've been if, if you rebook within the same year or if you rebook within one year of the original date that you had scheduled. So that is where I would suggest that you all start uh, reaching out to your venues to see what their availability is and if they're actually even still open. And if, if you know, and, and the caveat to that is if they're not open, if when you were first starting this planning process, was there a second venue that you had in mind or even a third venue that you all were looking at? What were your top three venues? See what may be available because not only you it's not only you that's canceling right now or postponing right now you have thousands or hundreds of other people who are doing the exact same thing so i want you all to realize that you are in the same boat as everyone else and i keep suggesting to everyone and i keep seeing this hashtag of hashtag postpone don't cancel and <laughs> because you know just like you have this expectation of your wedding to happen so do these venues and so do these vendors and and that's where they're also making their money they're you know that it, it it comes down to that it really is a business and so you want to make sure that that you have some place to actually hold or host your wedding so that people can attend and and then you know also to go with that you want to see if they have any guidelines or anything that they've put in place to combat this um, they have hand sanitizer stations when you first get to the venue. Will they That's have? On the show <laughs> Will they have hand washing stations? Um, will they be offering? And, and uh, you know, this is a suggestion that actually literally just came to me as I'm talking to you all. You know, as everyone's thinking of, I want to give out a favor at my wedding. That could be your favor. You could be giving out hand sanitizer, miniature hand sanitizers to your guests as they come in and make sure that they're staying healthy. Um, and, and you want to find out if there are any limits to the number of people that can actually be inside that venue during this time. You know, a venue may say, oh, we can hold 500 people, but with social distancing and the six feet and all of that stuff you want, you may have to end up cutting your guest list or anything like that to see that you can actually fit everyone during this time. So, so 
we, you know, when when uh, when we first started talking, you had mentioned, um, you said, "Gee, you know, really, you know, I don't see the market opening up until for weddings until August." Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wanted to kind of pick your brain and find out why, why, why August? Because, because well, you know, yeah, May, May is done, May is done. Okay, May is over. I know we're May's only done. in April, but May May's is done. done. <laughs> so I, I'm really concerned about the couples that are planning their weddings for June and July, right? Um, so, 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 why did why 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 are you saying August? Uh, the reason I'm saying August is because one, it's later in the summer. Um, or the end of summer technically and if this is something if this is a, a disease or an illness or or something that is seasonal similar to something like the flu or where we have cold season it's something that will taper off around that time if it's some sort of disease that that doesn't really survive well in the heat you know august is probably a better time um i know in working with a lot of my events um as gene mentioned before I, I not only do weddings but i do a lot of corporate events a lot of trade shows and conferences and a lot of our groups are at the point where they're not even looking at anything that's occurring in august if say we have an event in august and we want to move it to later into the fall they're focusing on these cancellations that are occurring from march april may and june because they want to be able to shift those and accommodate everyone so i think that august is more of a it's the better timeline for everyone uh, again based on the time of year that it is and and the weather and and it also has a lot to do with where you're located so again back to reaching out to your ven- venues beforehand so that you can see what their availability is but again we all know summer is usually the most popular month i mean the most popular season for weddings uh, while october is the most popular month now summer of october is now the new june um you know june used to be the month where you should get married but now it's october so you also want to make sure that again that available that your venues are available for those dates because not only you are trying to move everyone's trying to move and you know to be safe to be really safe I'm, I'm really suggesting that folks, if they have a large groups of people, you know, when I say large, I mean 150 or more people, you probably should start looking at 2021 and see what your options are there. But if you are dead set on having your event in 2020, looking at August because it's later into the, the summer months. So since, since, uh, since you do logistics, um, I, I was just curious as to, let's just use this hypothetical this wasn't in my notes but since you went there (laughs) right um so someone someone's getting married in june right first week of june they hear this podcast and like all right you know what i'm gonna listen to i'm gonna listen to nicoya and i'm going to move my wedding to late august right the venue's available they get they get the date moved from june to august right so you have uh, June, July, you've got what two months? How would you lo- logistically um, go about letting the 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 people in the wedding party, your friends, family members, the guests know? Like, how would you go about doing that? Okay, so for me, again, the first thing that I would do is want I would want to make sure that my venue is available and that my vendors are also available. My photographer, videographer, caterer, anyone that is touching your wedding, hair and makeup artist, you want to make sure that the availability is there. Um, I would then, the second thing to that would be to reach out to my guests 
but have an understanding that some of your guests may not be available. We are in a time where your guests or your attendees may feel like I, they may be germaphobes. They may be very leery scared, about, <laughs> scared uh, leery about traveling. Uh, I am someone who travels, no lie guys, probably at least, and when I say travel, I mean on a plane, at least once a month. And right, before, right as this was starting, I, I got a little apprehensive and I got a little nervous. Um, I traveled for my birthday, which was March 9th. And, and I traveled a couple of days before that to Florida. And it, that's when everything was really starting up. And I was I, I got a little anxious and I got a little scared. So you definitely want to reach out to your, your guests and your attendees to, to, one, make them feel a little comfortable and make them, make them feel, feel like, they are important because they are very important if you want them there but also let them know that this is the new date that you've chosen and you understand that if they aren't available or if they can't come that you know you will be moving forward if these dates are available it really is a situation of making sure and i always say i mean the name of my company is all about you event management it really is all about you and your fiance that it's your day it's your wedding and what works for the two of you. And, and but you have to definitely make sure that you're, you're understanding and you you realize the severity of the situation with your guests who may may not be able to attend because of what's going on. But I would definitely reach out to them as, as the as the second piece to um, working on your logistics because you know what if your maid of honor says that she can't come or your best man says that they can't come they could it could be also a scheduling conflict as well so you know having your backup plans in place in case that does happen and you know it's funny you mentioned that because guess what you know people aren't working so they may not even have well, as we're talking, all of these other things are. are, are I know, I know. Right? But your guests may not; they, they may not have the finances to uh, to 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 attend your wedding. And you know, I've been I've been fortunate to attend you know maybe like four or five weddings. And as a guest, I'm t it's expensive to go to a wedding, right? You're not just showing up empty-handed. You shouldn't be. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're right. You shouldn't be. But your, 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 your guests are investing they're investing time they're investing effort and energy capital right you got to get a haircut you got to get a new outfit you know i went to a wedding with my wife she got like three outfits for the wedding i'm like <laughs> i don't understand like are you going to switch halfway through the wedding she was like no you know you just and you got to get a gift. I mean, I, you know I'm, I'm going to a friend's wedding in October, and I did I did purchase three outfits because I wasn't sure <laughs> sure which one. And I was like, well, my my first outfit was originally for the wedding that was supposed to be in April, but then it got moved to October. So I'm like, oh, well, that may not be weather appropriate. So I, I understand what Jim. Right. Don't, don't hey, I'm not. <laughs> you know. But I I want to say to everyone that's listening. You know, this is the, uh, it, while you may think that it's stressful and that it's hard, this is a really great opportunity for you to change up your wedding to, you know, a possible smaller, more intimate, more about you and your fiance type of situation. But, but it's still making it 
where you have the elements and the pieces that encompass you as a couple and the things that are important to you. And what I would suggest that you do when you, when you are planning your wedding, sit down and think about what are the important things to you and what are the important things to your fiance and how you can incorporate those important things and those important elements into your wedding, even though it's changing. I remember when I got married, and this was back in 2007, chocolate fountains were the thing. And I was like, I don't care what happens at my wedding. I just want chocolate fountain because I'm fat and I'm greedy and I want to just dip strawberries and fruit and marshmallows in chocolate all night long. That was important to me outside of my vows and outside of, you know, the importance of the day. But, you know, think about those things that are really important to you, those elements that are really important to you that you want to showcase to each other and to the world, whomever, you know, to make sure that that happens but also you know i have a client right now whose wedding was supposed to be in may all of this is going on her hotel is actually shutting down uh, or shut down her hotel is currently shut down so they are moving everything into uh to her in-laws or her future in-laws backyard because they have a really big house a, bit, a really big yard and she's actually a florist so she is able to find a, a nice arch she's going to rent a nice arch and she's going to decorate that herself but they're going to live stream it via facebook live for their friends and family that can't come a lot of their guests are coming or coming from places that have been heavily hit with uh covid19 and so they're they're doing some live streaming and so she and i were just talking yesterday about how myself and my team can be of assistance in that area um do you want to live stream it not only on facebook are you trying to live stream via instagram are you trying to do something via twitter all your social media because you know look at you i see you but you know it's like you know you have some generations who are just like i'm only facebook facebook only so she has some family members who are only who only have facebook candles and that's how they're going to see it and then she also has other folks who are um her younger generation of families so she's going to you know we're talking about how we can live stream it on different social media platforms so definitely something that you can consider you're trying to grab my charger uh, from my computer <laughs> but um oh, I, like, I like that Corey. that's yeah, a really that's a really good alternative you have options so i don't want people to think that oh my goodness my wedding has been moved to to october when i was originally getting married in june you know this is your prime opportunity to do some outside of the box thinking and do some things that you may not have been able to do before and, and incorporate some things that, oh, that might have been a good idea, but we can't do it because we have too many people or we don't have enough people that you may be able to implement. I want everyone to feel like they can be creative and that they can do some things that they've never done before or do some things that you've never seen before at other weddings that you have attended. So, I mean, we're still on question one, and I just keep getting deeper and deeper. <laughs> but I, I wanted I wanted to take a step back real quick, right? So most couples are sending out save the date cards um, and then the invitation cards. Me and Jen, we did. We used um, what did we use? We used Green Envelope, which is mm -hmm. I mean, all electronic. The older folks weren't too happy about it, but you know. <laughs> At the end of the day, it worked out beautiful for us. So specifically talking about the rescheduling, right? I mean, would you recommend sending out more save the date card or more invitations about the new date 
or would you say, you know what, let me just create a wedding website and everybody go to the website and you'll get the information off the website? So or what I would do, and that, that is an excellent question, Gene. I'm so glad that you asked that. What I would do is everyone, I think, should have a wedding website because we are just in this age of technology and this age of everything being online. So what I would do is I would uh, put everything on the wedding website before our older guests are seasoned guests, just like us, <laughs> what I like to call them, reach out to them directly via phone and say, hey, we've changed the wedding date. And if they feel like they need something in writing, possibly do some sort of um, less expensive uh, invitation or, or, or notification if you feel like you have to send something out. But I always feel like um, don't waste your money on something like that if you don't have to. If you have that wedding website, you can make those updates and you can send those emails out and make those phone calls definitely do that and let people know about the change of the date um, my friend who was getting married in april she sent an email through her wedding website to all of the guests that said hey due to everything that's going on we've moved our wedding to october and and we were notified right away and and that worked out beautifully but i did talk to her because she actually came over to my house a couple of weeks later and she was just telling me you know that they reached out to all of their friends and family their parents and their grandparents and great-grandparents that were supposed to be attending to let them know of the new day and and you know texting of course is, is is an option but definitely make sure that you have that wedding website there are so many free wedding websites out there um that you can use and 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 make those updates online for everyone because i'm pretty sure a majority of your guests are are online so all right so let's get to question two right <laughs> uh, oh i thought we were done no i'm kidding no, we're, not done. we're just getting started we're just we're gonna have to have a part two i know uh, i'm excited so what what should couples know about dealing with vendors if they're deciding to postpone or cancel their weddings right what um uh what 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 expectations should they prepare for yes um you should go into this thinking or possible or knowing i should say that it's a possibility that your vendors aren't available anymore um it's a possibility a fact. That it, yes um because <clears throat> can, can like, you dive into that a little bit why, why we and we talked about this but yeah, why, yeah. Wouldn't, why wouldn't they be available because just like you are revamping and changing your dates, there are hundreds and thousands of other people who are actually doing the same thing. And it, and it is really a, I don't want to say first come first serve, but it, it, it is early bird gets the worm in a situation like this. And so, you know, it's a possibility that your vendors aren't available. So you should definitely have a backup plan, backup vendors for that, because there are so many other people who are, are changing their dates as well. Um, it's a possibility that your ven your venue isn't available, and and it could be that it's that your venue is closed for temporarily because of everything that's going on. They if they don't have any weddings or if they don't have any events, they probably are seeing that it's a possibility there's no reason to have any staff to staff the the actual venue. Uh, I had a hotel that I've been reaching out to that we're doing uh, just a board meeting, a really small board meeting, but it's about twenty-five dollars to $30,000 of three days, uh, over over three days. Um, you know, I got an out of office from the my contact there that said the, the hotel was closed. And so I reached out via phone to say, do you have any idea when you're opening back up? And so they were saying that they their plan was to open up on June 1st, but you had the the GM 
at the front desk answering phones because they have furloughed a lot of their staff. And, you know, they needed to make sure that somebody was at least answering the phones and being able to provide that customer service. So there is a strong possibility that your venue may be closed temporarily or their staff is furloughed or laid off until this uh, passes through. So I don't want you all to go into it thinking that, you know, you're going to get an answer right away or that someone's going to be, your date's going to be open. So I want you all to go into the situation with a couple of backup dates if your first backup date isn't available. Um, Ooh, I like that. <laughs> um, you know, I just want, I, I want you all to be prepared for what all of the possibilities are. It, it, I mean, it's a strong possibility that you could be calling this this vendor for days or weeks and not getting any answers or, or emailing and, you know, take a great, good, long, hard look at those contracts that you signed, specifically those cancellation clauses and those force majeure clauses and, and force majeure <coughs> is, is when you're dealing with an act of God or epidemics or pandemics, look at look at all of those clauses to see what what you're liable for and what that venue or vendor is liable for for you. Because I keep telling people, don't don't jump the gun too quickly on canceling or postponing because it could be a situation where if you cancel too early that you're liable for for you know a lot of fees. I have one client; they're liable for eighty-two thousand dollars in fees if they decide to cancel today for an event that's in August. And I keep saying you should wait that out because that venue may end up closing. And if they have to cancel on you, you don't have to pay anything because that's that wasn't you canceling. So I want to wow. make sure you are aware of that, that, you know, you, you know, reach out and, 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 you know, of course, talk about postponing and figure out what you can do if you can postpone. But when it comes to canceling, you definitely want to double check and see what your options are per your contracts. So, so Corey, listen. This this could be a whole topic in itself. Oh, we could talk about this all night. <laughs> about, 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 about the contracts, right? So, I don't want to go get too deep into it, but you did say something very interesting. You said if the couple cancels, <clears throat> but for, before I even ask this question, me and Koya are not lawyers. Uh, this is for <laughs> entertainment purposes only. Consult with your attorney. So yes. back to our regular schedule programming. Um, you just said if the venue cancels on you, or if a vendor cancels on you, then then they are responsible. But if the couple cancels, well, when I say that, liable. I mean yeah. Like when I say that, I mean like there usually aren't any fees involved if the if the um, vendor or venue cancels you want to check your deposits though of course because if you paid a non-refundable deposit then it's a strong possibility you're not going to get that back but as far as like hotels you can just write the deposit off I'm just going to say that right here yeah I, I mean I have a client who who is canceling or, or revamping and I did offer to give the deposit back just because on good faith and, and because you know I understand the situation and I know that you're probably trying to recoup a lot but she would not take it back so <laughs> i was like I, I appreciate that but just know that that offer is there just in case you never know but um yeah if it check your check your contracts because it is if they cancel on you 
and, and like my contract says something along the lines of you know of course it's a non-refundable <coughs> but i have to let you know within a certain time period if i'm not available to do the wedding or if something comes up but i always have to i always have that second piece to it my second in command um my my other staff it's more so if i'm not available got back yeah exactly so you know and i and i'm and, and for those of you who are listening uh you know I, at the end of this i'll make sure to give you all my contact information i am happy to review contracts some contracts for you or or talk you through this situation because i definitely understand that it is frustrating and stressful so you know i am a resource to those of you who are listening who may need some assistance in that piece of things and you know what that 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 goes into my fourth question right what you just said and we're going to get there but i did i did want to i do want to piggyback off what you said where you know it may be difficult to get a hold of some of your vendors uh but also you know a lot of a lot of wedding vendors we book up months in advance sometimes right so like up to up to a year or two in advance yeah yeah so, you know, an experience that I had uh, recently is, you know, I had a couple, I had a couple postpone their wedding and unfortunately the date that they wanted, the date that they postponed to, I was already booked. So I'm not available to do their wedding, but I do have somebody in my place that's going to be performing at their wedding. So I think that's an important expectation. Like, you know, just, just because you're, you, you, you your photographer isn't available on that date or your DJ or your florist or whatever. And you may really want this person. Like, obviously, you know, you did your research, you spent the time and you know, this, this is the vendor, this is the vendor that you wanted, but unfortunately they may not be available. And I just think like, just based off the situation that it is, I'm pretty sure. And I'm just going to say this about our industry, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, Koya is not going to send you someone that she doesn't feel is going to live up to the expectation that she has. I'm not going to send you an entertainer that's not going to live up to the expectations that I have. Same thing with a videographer or, or a mm -hmm. photographer or a caterer. Now, I can't speak for everybody. I'm just saying, you know, as an industry, we take us vendors take what we do really serious and you know i'm not going to send a dj out to a wedding just to go do a wedding for him to ruin that wedding and then have my name tarnished in in in, in the industry and in the community it's not worth it for me to do that right so right. You know, with, with that being said just understand that you're that vendor right that vendor may not be available but more than likely I would say that they do, they will have a backup plan for you. Right. And that's particularly the reason why I have a, a team of four other people, because, you know, I, each one of my staff members, they do have a focus. But um, as someone said, when we had our 10 year anniversary party last year, those are four little yous walking around yeah, like we can yeah. tell that we can tell that that you have trained them up and we can tell that they are going to be as detailed as you are and you know or if, if me or my entire team were not available because of a family thing or something like that i have so many people that i work with that i trust that i would be able to to i don't want to use the words pass off but that i would be able to suggest to you 
and I would still work with that person also probably leading all the way up into your wedding it's just that I'm not available on the day so that they understand and realize what your expectations are what my expectations are for my particular client and what exactly you know going above and beyond for that person especially in a time like this where there is going to be a lot of hand holding and it's going to be a lot of sensitive um, issues going on and, and you want to make sure that you are being empathetic and putting yourself in the same as other people because a lot of times these are circumstances beyond everyone's control and you don't want it to be where you're like well i'm just i'm not available so you know you're on your own no i would do everything in my power to ensure that your wedding day would go as much as planned as possible you know, I wanted to I wanted to kind of like uh, to jump back into what you said earlier about that hashtag. Where I think you said it was uh, hashtag, hashtag don't, postpone don't cancel. Yeah, hashtag <laughs> postpone don't cancel. I like that. And and so I just wanted to I wanted to comment on that. I just I just feel now this is just my my personal feeling about it. Right, like you've you've already spent so much time, effort, and energy and money money. <laughs> you know to just and i know it's easy to just throw your hands up and be like you know because planning a wedding in itself is already stressful now you're dealing with this pandemic and you're dealing with the unknown and you know but it, I, I just want couples to really to really just focus in on why you're having this wedding and don't let covid ruin your wedding don't let this virus ruin your wedding like it's it's almost like in life, right? Like you know, you have a you have a game plan, and you know you get thrown a curveball, and you have a decision to make, right? Are you gonna you gonna continue to fight and reach that goal that you have, or are you just gonna be like, whatever, I'm done? And so I just right. I just wanted to put it out there, like you know, and and that's why, and this goes into my to to, to the next question. That's why having <clears throat> a strong team is important. Right. Right. That's going to be able to help you and, and to guide you. And I tell couples this all the time, you know, from your venue to all your other vendors, like this is your team, right? This is the, 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 the these are your all-star players that you put together to make the vision that you have come true. And, mm -hmm. and so, so lean on, lean on your venues, right? Lean on, especially the planners. And, and, and so going into my next question is really especially now i've always been an advocate for my planners okay yes you have <laughs> always and, and and you know whenever whenever i do a wedding and one of the first questions i ask is are you investing in a planner and if they say oh yeah the venue i'm just like okay all right. Um, <laughs> and, and it's nothing against the venues. You know what I'm saying? No, no, not at all. The venues are more focused on... Anyway, let me, let me not say that. But bottom line is, uh, I've always been an advocate for planners. Every time I do a wedding and there's a planner there, my stress level, okay, like comes completely down. And so, you know, I know that before this happened um you know some couples were kind of up in the air do i need a planner do i not need a planner what's the point of having a planner i think the best investment you can make 
the best thing but before you even get into picking your venue or your vendors or guest list i think the first thing a couple should do is invest in a planner right it's gonna save you money <laughs> It's gonna say, I'm just say that that's, I always experience. say that should be the second thing. I always say the first thing that the couple should do is is figure out what their budget is and then how okay. you see what but that's coming from a planner though. Like or you how would you know or vice versa? Yeah, or vice versa a planner so she can help you with so your budget. You can, so she can tell you what's your budget, right? Yeah. And and you know what? This is I mean, we could talk about this for days, but but so oh, yeah. you know what do you like the industry is going to change it is even more important now to have a planner than before so 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 what are your three reasons and i know you're going to be a little bit biased i mean you're been planning for, for 16 years right um, yeah. but what 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 are the three reasons why you think a couple should absolutely positively invest in the planner so i'm gonna preface this guys by saying i don't always follow the rules so i may have three to five reasons for you oh, that's fine. <laughs> Um, I would say my top, my, my number one reason before all of this was happening and probably will always be my number one reason is hiring a planner. This person can help you with that budget that you need to create because being someone who's been in the industry, they're going to know the average cost of things. They're going to know, um, where you should be putting, putting forth a lot of your money, a lot of your dollars because your wedding is an investment. But the second reason you want someone who knows understands and can read contracts and tell you when you are Ooh. not signing a good contract or where you know you're not you're, you're, the contract is not mutually beneficial that is um definitely definitely a second reason for that uh my third reason is we can save you so much time uh, you know if most of you are working full time most of us our job is to plan time so you know in the time that it's going to take you to step away from work to do this research and to um uh take time off work to go visit with your vendors and venues like that's stuff that we can do for you in your place knowing what you want and knowing what your vision is and that, that brings me into my next point we can take your vision and actually make it come to life and make it be exactly it's, it's something that you've been imagining in your head for however long but as a planner i can take whatever that is in your head and in your brain and in your fiance's head and brain and bring that to life and bring that to fruition for you and and, and those are my main reasons that i feel like people should hire a planner and and, and another thing is we have these relationships with so many vendors so many people like Did i can yeah, I can think of I can think of so many instances, and I'll give you a couple of scenarios. I had a client. This was years ago. She, a week before her wedding, her DJ called her and was like, "All my equipment got stolen when I went out of town to DJ another party. I don't have enough time to go get any equipment. I don't have any backup equipment." And she called me and was like, "I don't know what to do." So I reached out to one of my my good DJ friends who actually used to announce for the caps and all of that and said hey I have a bride and she is on a strict budget because this person that she was working with was a friend of a friend that was giving her a discount would you be willing to do this wedding for this amount and he said yes I had another couple who their the DJ company that she was working with went out of business a month before the wedding um and bankruptcy and everything so she had no DJ the DJ that was 
contracted with that company actually happened to reach out to me and say, hey, I'm now out of a job and I still want to DJ this wedding. So I went on and I looked at, I have so many contracts and I went on and I created an actual DJ contract for them with the proper language and the proper modifications and everything so that they could have this DJ and everything be be okay. Um, a, a wedding that we did last year who where I will always say it will go down in history is probably one of my most favorite weddings that I have done. Shout out to Kristen and John. I love you guys. <laughs> um, their wedding, it they utilized every single vendor that I suggested. And that wedding went off without a hitch. And, you know, it's because these are ven vendors and venues that I, I've worked with before. And I know... I know my couples. I know what their expectations are. I know what the style is. I know what makes them feel comfortable and I know what makes them tick. So I can say of this list of 15 florists that I work with, the people that are going to be, you're a, a pop thinker and creative and you like wild and crazy, this is the florist that you need to work with because they're going to make that vision come to life. Or you guys are very outdoorsy and you know you go hiking every weekend this is the venue that you're going to want to go to because that's going to allow you to bring your everyday life into your scenery for your wedding and so we are we have so many connects that you know people are, are willing to do favors for us or willing to to you know do something for us at the drop of a hat because they've worked with us before and they know that not only are we going to bring them you as a client we're going to bring them more clients because we work very well together so those are my reasons why you should hire a, a wedding planner and i always tell people when i do my consultations if you don't hire me that's okay because i may not be for everybody but hire someone because you don't want to worry about that the the, the little nuances and the and the the craziness that goes on with a wedding day like i always tell my couples your job is to look good and eat a great meal on your wedding day and and have a great time and i mean and I'll, use john, I'll use john and Kristen as an example because i love them so much we at the end of the wedding night we went and we dropped off their uh cake topper and their leftover desserts from the wedding at the hotel dropped it off at the front desk i dropped it off personally myself I wrote on the top of the box their name, their room number, the date, and somehow this front desk person, I won't name the hotel or anything, I don't know if they took it with them or if they gave it away to someone else, but when John and Kristen went down to retrieve these treats the very next morning, they had no, the front desk had no idea where they were, what, what they were going to do, uh, what, what happened with those, and, and so I reached out to the bakery and I said, this is what happened. You know, they, they, they went to go retrieve their, their stuff. The very next day, I went to the baker and I picked up more treats, more a, a new cake topper for them and brought it to their house. Because that's just how I feel about my clients that, you know, that wasn't something of your fault. And I, I, took, on, I took ownership of that because I'm the person that dropped it off. And if my staff, one of my staff would have done it, they would have done the exact same thing. And so, you know, you want someone that actually has your back and is in your corner. And, and a lot of times I'm, I'm with my clients for, you know, up to a year in advance. So I really have gotten to know them and what they can pick and what, like, what the nuances are and what they can't stand. Or, you know, like if we're going to meet a vendor, like, 
you know, I know that she's allergic to strawberries. Don't bring anything strawberry out. Or I know that she hates the color blue. Please don't bring anything blue out because she's going to be turned off by that. So you're like the buffer for the couple, for the bride. Oh, I always say like like the, the psychologist. <laughs> we definitely serve as a as a sounding board for our couples and a buffer mainly between between bride and groom and their families because a lot of times you know and it, and it depends you know on, on who it is and a lot of times it depends on the ethnicity too i'll say that so you have aunt flo over here and and uncle bob who want to help and do all kinds of things and i always like to tell them let them know that you have a planner and if there's anything that they need or any questions that they have let, let's funnel those through me because i probably already know the answer <laughs> and i'll say this Koya, before uh before, before we end the show um I remember we did a wedding together in Alexandria. I'll never forget it. We did a we did a wedding together in Alexandria, and um, uh, the the baker dropped off the wrong cake. <laughs> I will never forget that. Like I'll never forget that. <laughs> they, they dropped off the wrong cake, right? And I, and I, and I looked at you. I'm like, Koya, what's good? You're like. They dropped off the raw cake, Jane. And um, you got the right cake in there. You made some calls. You did, you know, you worked your magic. And this is this is the crazy thing, right? I don't even think the bride even knew. I don't, I don't even think she knew there was a wrong cake there. Like, you know what I'm saying? And does she really want to be so quick that it was also, She knew it was the wrong cake because she walked in and was like, uh, those are not. Oh, okay. Cakes, so she did know. She did know, but it was it, it was so swift and how like the change happened. Yeah. I, I will never forget that night because my phone died and I couldn't find my charger. And I remember I got home that night and I called my mom who was. So whatever time, what time did we get home that night? Two or three o'clock in the morning? Yeah, it was, it was a late wedding. <laughs> and I told my mom, because remember that wedding got extended because we ordered pizza and whatever at the end of the right, night. Right, 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 right. I told my mom who was on the West Coast and it was midnight, midnight or 11 p.m. or midnight her time and I burst into tears. And, 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 and I'm telling y'all this because, you know, we, we take ownership of all this stuff and I am crying like crying boo-hoo crying like and my mom is like i can't understand a word that you're saying i don't know what is going on what is wrong did somebody die and i'm like no <laughs> they dropped off the wrong cake and then, but there's so many things that night i just was like oh my god and so i remember like my mom was like just sleep on it and you know reach out to them the next day and i remember sending this long e apologetic email because again while it was not you or my fault it was you know as a as a planner as an event planner wedding planner any type of planner we we own that and we have a sense of of, of grief when certain things happen because we 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 feel like what if this was our own event or our own wedding or whatever and so I remember talking to them the next day and, and, and the groom was so chill and so like Koya like okay like, it's all good we had such a good time last night like Gene kept the party rocking and you kept everything going like we didn't even know half of the stuff that you apologizing for <laughs> 
yeah, but but that just shows your that shows your attention to detail and and how engaged and you're involved in the wedding. And I love what you said about. I, I think it's really the number one one of. The, I mean, there's so many reasons, but it's really the relationships that that the planners have with people in the wedding industry, right? Like that. Yeah. I mean, that's just really high on the list because listen, if you contact me and you're like, "Hey, Gene, I got a." bride getting married like i'm gonna give you the family deal <laughs> you know what i'm saying it's, it's the truth right it's like right you know if, if 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 a planner's coming to me right and they're referring business to me like listen you're gonna get a discount because of that and i think that goes across the board you know what i mean like and if, there's if so many times i'm sure for you like you've had a get you've had guests not just a guest, but guests at a wedding who was like, my sisters get married and this DJ was so good. Like, let me reach out. And like, I had a bride who's like, my sisters get married next year. I already recommended you to be her planner. And I was like, well, we're going to just keep it in the family. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, already exactly. family. I know your mom, I know your dad, so your grandparents, you guys are probably going to have the same people in the wedding party. That actually was John and Kristen's wedding. Um, I did John and Kristen's wedding first. And um, John's sister was married to, is married to someone else, and his sister was getting married. And I ended up doing her wedding in Philadelphia six months later. So you know, and I was just like, I know everybody here already. So it was, it was just, it felt like it, it was rocky, and it just felt very familiar. So, so that is definitely about. And and, and and I'll say this as well. You know, when you're investing in a planner, it doesn't matter if it's a. Uh, if you're hiring a planner for the, your entire wedding or for six months before or even a day a coordinator right um i think what you're really paying for and you you know this is just my opinion like you're you're paying for for that for to for the relationships that they have that they built over years you know what i'm saying like a bride's not gonna call me and say, hey, Gene, I want, I want, I want to book you for my wedding, and and you know, I'm not just going to give her a discount off rip, like, no, but right. because I have that relationship with you, right? So I'm like, oh yeah, Koya's family, like, whatever, yeah, whatever no, you I want. Tell, I tell people whatever all the time, want, Gene, whatever you want, Koya, like, I got you. Like, <laughs> I tell people matter. all the time, you are paying for peace of mind. Yeah, Ooh, yes, that cool. is priceless. You're paying for peace of mind. You are paying, and I tell them all the time, every time I, my, my consultation, I end my consultations with this. My Your job is to focus on your marriage. My job is to focus on your wedding. Mm. Let me do that. Let Can me you say that one more time? Can you say it one more time? I'll say it one, one more time. time for you. Your job as the bride and the groom is to focus on your marriage. Spend more time planning for your marriage and let me spend the time planning for your wedding. Your wedding is one day. It's one day and it's going to go by so fast. You probably won't even remember if you even ate that day. I, as your planner, will make sure that you eat that day because I can't have you falling out on the dance floor. Um, but, you know, your job really is to maintain that relationship and focus on your marriage because that is a lifetime. Let me focus on that one day for you because you, I want you to remember everything that occurs that day. So, so Corey, before we get out of here, um, how can people get in touch with you? How can they oh, reach you? 
yeah i will give you my social media handle website whatever so um on you can reach me via my website go to www.aayouevents.com um you can email me at nicoya which is n-e-c-o-y-a at aayouevents.com um, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook via AAYOU events. Um, my personal, uh, I'd like to give my personal Instagram also. You can find me on Instagram. Um, my handle there is at Queen Boss Planner. <laughs> <laughs> That's my Instagram handle. So I, I would welcome any questions, comments, concerns. Again, if you just want to shoot the breeze or if you want to vent, you have some craziness going on right now due to COVID-19, I'm here. Um, I mean, we really we, we really don't have a lot going on as far as our wedding clients right now. We're doing a lot with moving over our corporate clients. So all of my wedding folks, if you have any questions out there, I would welcome any questions from you all. One last thing. Let's talk yes, about sir? this morning with mimosas. <laughs> morning oh oh let me tell you guys about that oh, thank you Jane, for yeah, yeah. okay so mornings are for mimosas you can actually find us on instagram that way also mornings are the number four mimosas um so mornings are for mimosas it, it's twofold um we originally started off uh it started off as a workshop for brides and grooms where myself and other vendors tell you um, just the different process or the processes for getting started with planning your wedding because a lot of our clients uh, you know this is your first wedding this is our thousands hopefully. so hopefully. right and so yeah hopefully um and so you know a lot of brides and grooms come to us with a lot of questions just you know not knowing how to start off uh, the planning process and so we used to do those in person but with everything going on we're going to be moving a lot of our mornings are from mimosas um, workshops for brides and grooms to uh, virtual slash online and we're, we're looking to schedule something probably early summer uh, for brides and grooms but we also have a second piece to that for vendors so whether anyone that touches a wedding hair and makeup artist photographer videographer dj florist venue wedding planner we have our mornings are for mimosas planners and vendors edition and we're actually going on tour this year starting in august Hopefully, um, as planned, but we'll start in August um, in Orlando, Florida. We'll be at the Sugar Factory in Orlando, Florida, who's actually one of our sponsors. And then in September, we'll be in Charleston, South Carolina at the Marriott. Uh, October, we'll be at Tyson's Corner, the Hyatt Regency Tyson's Corner. And then um, November will be at the Sugar Factory in Las Vegas in conjunction with Wedding Wire. We're, we're gonna we're gonna open up. Uh, we'll start right before Wedding Wire opens. We'll be doing a networking event there. But it really is an opportunity to uh, network with other vendors and and you know, like I said, it's the planners and vendors edition. So it's it's a lot about networking. But we'll also be having a panel on how to maneuver as a business owner, entrepreneur through this COVID nineteen because. Mm. By then, we will be will be really in it, and either you know on the upswing of things, or you know dealing with how we're dealing with it now. So that's what that event is about. We're really excited about it. Um, you know, we started out, we started that event in 2018, and it's just been really amazing. 
and, and we started the planners and vendors edition in 2019. So we're really looking forward to connecting with these different vendors in these different cities and just talking to them about how they're dealing with this and how they're handling it and how we can be a resource to them as well. So Koya, I'm, I'm, I'm so proud of you. Um, I love that morning. It's morning with mimosas. Mornings are for mimosas. Oh, mornings are. That's just so. So. <laughs> it's so catchy. <laughs> so good. Listen, you bring something different to the table, right? You're not just. You're not just like a, a wedding planner. Like you have an extensive background in planning events right not just weddings so that you're, you're you're really on a bigger scale i mean you, you're doing legit i mean you're planning you're planning conferences and trade shows and you're traveling i mean you're you're um you're, you're freaking awesome <laughs> thank you i mean i you always know. tell everyone how i ended up on the wedding side is like i, I started off on, on on conferences and trade shows and logistics and and i just thought that it was a good segue because i i I'm all about happiness, and if, if any of you that, that come in contact with me, 99% of the time I'm in a great mood and happy, you know, I, I have my, that 1%, you know, that 0.1%, I have my bad days just like everybody else, but um, I wanted to do do the happy side of events, and so that's how I got into the wedding planning, the segue, and for me, logistics are just that, logistics, I am a, a blank slate person, so I love to see I love to walk into a room and see four walls and, and, and the floor and figure out exactly what exactly can I fit into that space to make your dreams come to reality and make your vision come to life. So I'm excited that, that Gene and I have known each other for some years now, and I'm excited that he reached out to me to do this with you all. And, and the, again, first, the first <laughs> person I reached out to. Yes. And so I do appreciate that. And I'm looking forward to the part two, like once this, this, COVID-19, you know, gets on the upswing, you know, I've been reading so many things about it on, on, on when it's going to peak and in what areas it's going to peak. So I look forward to hearing from you brides and grooms on what changes you guys have made due to this and, and what options you guys are ha you have out there for this. And again, thank me, reach out to me, call me, text me. I'll give you my cell number, 571 571- Three one eight seven, and you know, at least say your name when you text me, so I know who are, who you are. <laughs> so, so Corey, before we go, like, I, I really think, um, you know, our, our, our next episode together is is, is uh, I just think like things are going to be evolving, and I just really think that, that like like all industries are is going to change, right? I just think, and I just want to be ahead of that curve. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I want to be able like. I, I, I tell my couples all the time, like, like, don't be, don't be reactive, be proactive. Be proactive. Oh, that is one of my sayings. I just said it on a conference call earlier today. I think yeah. Too many times people are being reactive, and I think that, that having that proactive, being proactive is it's going to serve you so much better in the long run and knowing what your options are because reactive you sometimes get caught into doing something that you may not want to do or may not be happy about doing so if you have that that proactive nature and you have your options in front of you it will just make things make things so much easier for you i agree all right Koya, it's been a pleasure yes honey Thank you so much 